0: Welcome to the Robert Half Legal Report, where we discuss current issues impacting the legal profession related to hiring, staff management, and more, with leading experts in the field. Robert Half Legal provides lawyers, paralegals, and support staff to law firms and corporate legal departments on a project and full-time basis. The Robert Half Legal Report is here on The Legal Talk Network.
1: Welcome to the Robert Half Legal Report. We're glad you could listen today. I'm your host, Dawn Antonelli, District Director for Robert Half Legal. I'm pleased to introduce our guests today. Our first guest is attorney Chad Volker, Executive Director of Robert Half Legal, the premier provider of experienced project and full time professionals for law firms and corporate legal departments. Chad began his staffing industry career when he joined Robert Half in 1999 and has served as Vice President of National Accounts for the company. He has been instrumental in the national expansion of Robert Half Legal, which has locations in major markets throughout the United States and Canada. Welcome, Chad.
2: Thanks, Don. Glad to be here with Legal Talk Network again.
1: Great. Our next guest is Joel Westoff, an e discovery expert, certified information systems security professional, former practicing attorney, and director of Pertivity Inc. Pertivity is a global consulting and internal audit firm specializing in risk and advisory services. Joel's e discovery work covers a wide range of services and technical requirements, including choosing and overseeing hosting and document analysis platforms, and client coordination and collaboration. His e-discovery work often deals with internal investigations, transnational litigation, government investigations, and internal collections. Welcome, Joel.
3: Thank you, Dawn. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Absolutely. This is part two of our discussion on e-discovery, practical tips for maximizing control. So, Chad, in terms of staffing, what can keep costs in check, and and what problems should people avoid?
2: Sure, Dawn. I... You know, what we're seeing is keeping costs in check really depends heavily on the pre planning effort. You've got to be engaged at the inception of the matter, to be able to really get your arms around it and, and keep costs down and handle the matter appropriately from a staffing perspective as well as from a data perspective. I think mean, getting your arms around the data issue before you assemble a document review team is crucial. Uh, I know a lot of times clients call us and say, we haven't gotten through all the data, but we need 30 project lawyers for the review. Um, it's usually too early in the process at that point to know if they really need 30. Maybe it's only 5. Maybe it's actually 50. Um, So, a lot of our job is consulting with the client as well as working with individuals like Joel to make sure we have a full understanding of that data um, to understand how that may impact staffing. Also, appoint one person to be the liaison between the law firm the in-house counsel, as well as that document review team, and potentially other third-party providers such as consultants. I think I mentioned that earlier, but if you don't have sort of that uh, lead person, that general out there coordinating the efforts, it's going to get a little bit dicey. And,
3: And just to add to what Chad said, he's exactly right. This is a complex process. There are a lot of moving parts and it is absolutely essential that you've got a point person who can corral the troops to make sure things are, are allocated, the resources are allocated appropriately. Because there are spikes. Friday night, uh, and this was last week happened to us, we needed to uh, staff up very quickly. And uh, the, the, the challenge is that law firms are not equipped necessarily to do that. They've got their staff, their full-paid staff, but sometimes when you see spikes, in document review requirements where you've got you 've got to do something by monday and you 've got to produce uh, a number of new custodians that may have just arrived for review, you need to get a team up and running very very quickly and as Chad said earlier uh, that that is very that is not something that is easily done uh, so uh, another point on that, a counterpoint to this, is that many of the courts are now starting to look at and as and find as determinative that uh, to determine whether something was reasonable, the process was reasonable, the actions were reasonable, is whether or not the, the firm hired an outside consultant to serve as a testifying expert or to provide expert uh, technology of some sort. Um, the rules have changed. You can no longer just do a manual review. One of the things that I've, I've seen, and I can just kind of jump over to some of the issues that we've seen from a case study perspective, is that sometimes it may be important to have sites in Europe for instance, to avoid falling um, on the wrong side of the law on those issues. And so it's very good when you've got offices like, like Protiviy and Robert have to uh, in other parts of the world because there are some very serious fines, whether it's Malaysia or France or Germany, that can punish a firm that takes data out of the country. So it's very important to set up a, an environment where you can do the review. You've got the technology. You've got the staff located in that particular country. Now, in the United States, the courts are are, are not always... Uh, respectful of those other countries' laws, but that 's still a fact that has to be considered. Some of the other issues that that uh, where one needs a uh, a larger staffing presence or a larger facility are cases like internal investigations, national security those kind of things where maybe you cannot conduct an investigation within the four walls of the organization uh, because you don't want the perpetrators or alleged perpetrators to know what you're doing. And so there has to be a variety of flexibility in your solutions that you provide to a corporation or law firm that address a lot of these myriad issues.
1: So you both touched on the fact that this is a complex process, whether it be the staffing, uh, you know, the staffing piece, the technology, the support behind the technology. What questions should you ask to make sure you're finding the right vendor, the right staffing partner?
2: I would suggest that you want to make sure that you get a couple of key questions out to your vendors right away, and you're having face-to-face meetings if possible, um, but definitely getting them on the phone and walking them through some key questions. First, how quickly can you expand the team if needed? Uh, Get examples and talk to past clients. Your planning process may uncover a much larger haystack which will require more people at the end of the day. Um, And to Joel's point, um, law firms, corporate legal departments usually have their full-time staff. Many times, once we get into these matters, that full-time staff simply doesn't have the bandwidth, um, whether that's language skills. We're seeing a lot of demand in that area for Japanese speakers, Mandarin speakers, French, German Dutch. Um, you're seeing a lot of demand there. And so a lot of law firms and corporations are coming to organizations such as Robert Half Legal to provide that type of language capability. They also need to grow very, very quickly. We're just involved in a matter that started at five people. We're now over 40 people. I think the other important thing is, what are their capabilities to expand not only from a personnel standpoint, but also from an infrastructure standpoint? Um one of the things that we've seen in high demand is the use of our dedicated project space um, in almost every major city in North America. Um, where we have that dedicated project space, we can launch engagements as small as one or two people to as many as a recent engagement that we just ended with over 400 project professionals on. Most engagements don't get to be that large. Um, you, you know, Your average engagement hovers somewhere between 10 and 20 uh, reviewers, but many organizations don't have space or the setup or don't want to even go through the costs of doing that. And that's really an an additional service that we provide. And and that's sort of that second question. What's the equipment? What's the support that you offer behind the scenes? Um, What type of space options do we have if we need to really ratchet up this type of engagement to get to the bottom of everything that we need to review um, uh, throughout the case?
3: And then, just to piggyback on that, What Chad's talking about clearly is the ability to scale. Uh, Experience counts significantly in this space, whether it's staffing, uh, whether it's e-discovery, whether it's forensics. Uh, It's certainly important to understand the track record of the people that you're dealing with. Uh, And and we fully expect, uh, when we're interviewing for an opportunity, we fully expect to be asked questions. Have you done this before? Uh, What kind of uh, experience did you have with it? Can can we have references? what, what were the problems that you encountered? Did you address those kind of things? And we always do a follow-through at the end of an engagement to make sure that whatever issues that may have been out there, we resolve them for the first time. Because this isn't a problem-free endeavor when we talk about staffing and litigation, e-discovery. This is something where the unexpected it becomes the expected. And so what we want to know is that people have been through, uh, been through the fire drills, have addressed those issues, and have come out on top and if they haven't done things perfectly, they've fixed it because, again, this is a an imperfect process, but the, the, the standard here is reasonableness, whether you're talking about staffing, whether you're talking about discovery and forensics, that's your target.
2: Well, I would just say one size doesn't fit all. So, you know, Joel and I are giving a lot of big picture views, but I think it's important to understand what's at stake with any uh, specific case. Um, How much do you need to invest in that case to get the uh, solution that you're hoping for? And really understand the capabilities of your third-party consultants and providers. Because if you believe that uh, this type of engagement, this case, may really get larger, you need to make sure you're picking a team who can deliver on that type of an exercise. Um, And there will be those fire drills. I'm sure everybody uh, listening has experienced those fire drills. I'll give you another example. We were talking to a client. They thought things were moving along well. They lost a summary judgment decision, and the deadline didn't get extended as they thought. Um, They needed 120 reviewers to meet a deadline two weeks out. They had no space. Um, and we were able to secure space along with 120 reviewers and technology within a 72-hour period to launch and get through those documents in a timely fashion. So, whether it's small or whether it's large, you just want to make sure that uh, you're going in with the right team behind you. And and by the way, on that matter, um, they didn't have experience with a technology tool that was going to be able to assist them. And, uh, and, And that's really where, Joel, your type of expertise um, as well as other uh, directors of productivity is invaluable because you can come in and recommend that type of solution for the client and be able to give them options that make sense and be able to deploy that very quickly.
3: Right. And one of the things that we want to encourage people to do is, is stay within your core competency. And that's particularly important for law, for lawyers, for paralegals. Everybody's got something that they're good at and that they need to focus on. What we try to do is is make sure that we convey to our clients these are the things that we can help you with. These are the things that we can do. These are the things that we will allow you to do what you do best, which is lawyering. Uh, you you were not hired. You were not trained necessarily to be a technical forensic person or to be able to choose the best review platform. You need to know that. You need to have a general understanding of the issues that we're talking about here today, but... Uh, you, you cannot be expected to, to know everything, to understand everything, as this is such from a technological standpoint, a legal standpoint, it is a very fast moving target.
1: We need to take a short break. When we come back, we will continue the second part of our conversation with Chad Volkert and Joe Westoff.
0: To find, hire, and retain the best legal professionals, it's critical to have a sound hiring strategy in place. Robert Half Legal works with law firms and corporate legal departments to create effective staffing plans that can adapt to changing workload levels, realize significant cost savings, and improve the overall management of human resources. We offer a wide range of resources to assist hiring managers and job candidates, including our annual salary guide, industry-leading workplace research, and valuable interactive tools. For more information, call us at 800-870-8367. Or visit RobertHalfLegal.com.
1: Welcome back to the Robert Half Legal Report on Legal Talk Network. Uh, my name is Don Antonelli, and I'm here today with attorney Chad Volkert and Joel Westoff. So, as we bring this segment uh, to a close, any last thoughts you'd like the listeners to keep in mind?
3: Absolutely. I think Chad and I both have a few thoughts. Uh, Number one, don't be a hero. There may be temptations to try to figure out something by yourself, particularly if you're a young lawyer or a young paralegal or, or starting out in a new firm, is to try to figure out how things are done. Uh, don't do that. Uh, you can always reach out to someone within the firm. If, if they're not there, you can reach out certainly to consultants like, like Chad and myself, and we'll be happy to chat with you. Uh, where do you seek advice? Where do you seek assistance? Type of resource are there any number of resources online that you can find? You can certainly reach out to us. The Sedona Conference has been very active on the e discovery side e d r m um, certainly the case laws like Zuba Lake and Pension Committee and Victor Stanley relates to search analytics uh, there's a lot out there, but again, uh, build teams and reach out to other people uh, if you don 't know uh, exactly what you 're doing if it's something new.
2: You no, know, and I would say Joel, you know once you're able to get all the minds in a room and figure out what the answers are, you need to take a multidisciplinary approach, right? If all five of you remain around the table talking about the same topic uh, and going through it that way, uh, you're losing time. It's not time well spent. So I think it's really important that um, once you figure out what the answers need to be, you need to set an agenda for each member of that team to be able to go and execute on so you're multitasking yourself as well as having a team out there handling various issues and not relying on uh, one person or a group of people to handle issue by issue. It's just lost time.
3: Right. And, and one of the examples I have, uh, I actually had a call today with some IT professionals who are trying to choose a document review or email archiving system. The problem was they weren't including other members, business records, HR, Lawyers in that part of that decision, so everybody 's got their core skill set, but they certainly need to take a multidisciplinary approach, as chad was saying uh, the, the other thought that I would have and the last thought for me would be, and I kind of touched about upon it just a moment ago, was to keep updated on the on the latest development that 's following case law. There is a new case almost every week, I would estimate relating to e discovery and forensics um, obviously that's that 's the area um, that is most um, most prevalent in the area of of forensic investigations. Um, One of the interesting developments that we're seeing is the discovery and request for information from social media locations such as Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, the cloud. Uh, I think that's what you're going to see moving forward, and that creates its own unique set of issues uh, that you need to keep track on. But as I said before, the Sedona Conference, EDRM, numerous other sites, uh, provide information of both the technical and the legal nature, and depending on your role, you may trend in one direction or the other. But those resources are out there, and you need to take advantage of them.
2: You know, and I would just finally say, uh, Don, to reiterate one more time: always keep a clear focus on your process. You need to select the right people to manage the process, and if you don't the easiest way for me to say it is bad things can happen when processes fail or, worse yet, are simply ignored. So build that process, build your procedure, come up with a strategy early on, and the handling of that matter will go much more smoothly uh, in all facets.
1: Great advice from both of you. Well, that about does it for this edition of the Robert Half Legal Report. And remember, you can subscribe to all the editions of this podcast at LegalTalkNetwork.com or in iTunes. And I just want to thank Chad and Joel for being with us today. Chad, before we go, if listeners want to find out more information about what we discussed here today, what is your contact information or any websites they can use as a resource?
2: Absolutely, Dawn. Uh Obviously, uh, they can. Uh, our listeners can go to uh, roberthalflegal.com. My personal contact information is Charles Period Volker, B as in Victor, O L K E R T, at rhi.com. And I welcome emails uh, from any of our listeners. And if I don't have the answer, we'll certainly do our best to
3: find the answer for you.
1: Great. And Joel, what about your contact information?
3: My email is joel, J O E L dot Westoff, and I'll spell that W U E S T H O F F at protivity.com. That's P R O T I V I T I dot com. Please feel free to reach out to us. I mean, that's, that's why we're here today to answer questions uh, that may be a little bit, seem insurmountable but there is always a solution.
1: Great. Thank you. And if you want more information on Robert Half Legal, you can go to roberthalflegal.com or you can call us at 1-800-870-8367. We will see you next time on the Robert Half Legal Report.
0: The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network. It's officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Robert Half Legal connects the most highly skilled candidates with the best positions in the legal profession. Join us again for the latest information in the next edition of the Robert Half Legal Report here on the Legal Talk Network.